Welcome back to another episode of A Saintly Moment, brought to you by the Transforming Lives Together podcast. I'm James Kibbe, and this week we are remembering St. Bridget. As our custom, we will hear about Bridget's life and ministry from the Lesser Feast and Fast book, and we'll read one of the scripture readings appointed for her feast day. Before we continue, I want to thank you for listening to this podcast and invite you to leave a five-star rating and review. Your positive feedback helps us reach more people with the content you are enjoying right now. So please take a moment and respond. We really appreciate your support. So here is what the Lesser Feast and Fast book has to say about St. Bridget. Next to Patrick, Bridget is the most beloved of Irish saints. Born at Fauchart about the middle of the 5th century, she may have met Patrick as a young girl. She was said to be the daughter of Dubthak, poet laureate of King Loghair, and was reared in a Druid household. She decided early in life to dedicate her life to God alone as a Christian. She received a nun's veil from Bishop Michael of Westmeath. Gathering around her a group of women, Bridget in 470, founded a nunnery at Kildare, a place whose name meant Church of the Oak. Here had flourished the cult of a pagan goddess, from which it was said to have derived the sacred fire, which she and her successors maintained. To secure the sacraments, Bridget persuaded the anchorite Conlade to receive Episcopal ordination, and to bring his community of monks to Kildare, thus establishing the only known Irish double monastery of men and women. Bridget actively participated in policy-making decisions and church conventions. One story has it that she received Episcopal orders, which may reflect only the fact that she exercised the jurisdictional authority that was customarily wielded by medieval abbesses. Many stories are told of Bridget's concern for the poor and needy. When a leper woman asked for milk, she was healed also of her infirmity. Two blind men were given their sight. Best known is the tale that tells of Bridget's taming of a wolf at the request of a local chieftain whose pet dog had been killed accidentally by a peasant. The Gaelic name given to the oyster-catching bird, Galley Brigade, attests to her affinity for birds. Her feast day itself, February 1st, was long held sacred as Imbolg, the Celtic festival of spring. Bridget died about 523 at Kildare, outside whose small cathedral the foundations of her firehouse are still shown to tourists. Her remains are said to have been reinterred at the time of the Danish invasions of the 9th century, with those of Patrick at Downpatrick. Bridget, also known as Bride, was very popular both in Scotland and England, where many churches have been dedicated to her. The best known of them is that church which was designed by Christopher Wren on Fleet Street in London. In Wales, Bridget achieved fame under her Gaelic name, Fafraid. Now on to one of the scripture readings assigned for Bridget's feast day. And this one comes from Paul's first letter to the church in Corinth. I'll be reading chapter 1, verses 26 through 31. For consider your calling, brethren, that there were not many wise according to the flesh, 
not many mighty, not many noble. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. And God has chosen the weak things of the world to shame the things which are strong. And the base things of the world and the despised God has chosen, the things that are not, so that he may nullify the things that are, so that no man may boast before God. But by his doing you are in Christ Jesus, who became to us wisdom from God, and righteousness, and sanctification, and redemption, so that, just as it is written, let him who boasts, boast in the Lord. One thing I want to mention, and Paul highlights this in our reading for today, is that when we come together through this podcast or in church to learn about someone like Bridget, the purpose isn't so much to say what an amazing saint this person is, but to celebrate our amazing God who chooses to work his will out through us. Paul says that God chooses the things that are not, so that he may nullify the things that are, that he chooses the foolish things of the world to shame the wise, and the weak things of the world to shame the things which are strong. Why? So that no man may boast before God. The world has its mode. It's the strong who survive and thrive. The weak get left behind. We're bombarded with messages that say we can be whatever and whoever we want to be by believing in ourselves and our ability to make it happen. We forget, in all our efforts, that everything is a gift from God. Nothing is possible without Him. We see this so clearly in the life of saints like Bridget. There's no mention of any skill or strength that she possessed to make her worthy of the saintly call, just that she believed in the gospel and devoted her life to the one true God. I've heard it said by someone that a yielded life is a wielded life, that we become holy instruments when we lay ourselves down on God's workbench, or altar as it's commonly known. We don't need to be somebody to be God's. We only need to be God's. Let's pray. Ever-living God, we rejoice today in the fellowship of your blessed servant, Bridget, and we give you thanks for her life of devoted service. Inspire us with life and light and give us perseverance to serve you all our days through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who with you and the Holy Spirit lives and reigns, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Thank you for listening to A Saintly Moment, brought to you by the Transforming Lives Together podcast, which is a ministry of St. Bartholomew's Anglican Church in Tonawanda, New York. We hope to have you back again as we remember the lives of the saints. Until then, may the peace of Christ rule in your hearts by faith, to the glory of God the Father. Amen.